Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, August 2nd. I'm uh, going to look at the weekend USL games and then look at this week's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday matches. And there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. Uh, and a couple good matches that I recommend watching as a neutral fan, even if you don't have a wager. Uh, a couple good uh, matches coming up for viewers. Let's uh, take a quick look at uh, at the weekend. Um, everything kind of went the way you thought it might. I mean, Charlotte upsetting Tampa is surprising. I think it's more surprising that Tampa got blanked than I think it is that Charlotte upset them. Um, that was a close match. I didn't. I didn't really. I, I ended up getting uh, Charlotte plus two fifty for real small just when it crossed that threshold. Um, everything else, uh, I guess Birmingham, Atlanta, the 2-2 draw, that's a little surprising. Uh, but Birmingham, for as good as their defense is, just sometimes just lets them, you know, lets them go by. San Antonio blanking Austin, there's, uh, I, I think that's surprising, because I think Austin's defense is pretty good. Uh, San Antonio not only, uh, uh, getting the clean sheet, but I think scoring three, that's, that's a bit of a surprise. Everything else? Kind of go, went the way we thought it would on a Saturday. Uh, Loudon, Colorado, over the number. Both teams to score. Colorado win. That was a great, uh, great matchup. Uh, I had Oklahoma City at ten to one. That number got way too high. They ended up losing two uh, one to Louisville. But uh, sometimes these numbers reach a point where it's just an auto bet, just off principle. No, no team, and I mean this hundred percent. No team should be a 10-to-1 dog against any other team in this league. Except for, like, maybe LA Galaxy 2 against Phoenix. Or Loudon against El Paso. Like, you can't, even take the, you can't even take the best team in the league against the worst team in the league because there's circumstances and game scripts where even that's possible. You have to take a top team versus a bottom team where like the where the matchup is even bad, right? Because like Loudon could beat Phoenix with their expected goals because Phoenix lets some lets um, some goals go by, but I don't think they'd score on El Paso, right? So, you, uh, but there's very few matchups where where a ten to one dog is warranted anywhere in the USL. So uh, that's often going to be an auto bet for me when it gets into like the eight fifty or more range that's when I'm like really paying attention and I'm considering a bet uh in most in most games even if even when there's a dramatic difference in in quality of, of sides um the Sunday matchups uh Tacoma couldn't quite get a win over New Mexico that ends nil nil that's fine it's not surprising though um I think I guess the only thing that really surprised me yesterday was Charleston scores too quickly not too quickly but too early on uh, Miami, then they give up two later. Uh, it's tied 2-2. Miami concedes the red card. Eight minutes later, Miami gets a free kick outside the box, and it gets bent into the upper corner for a 3-2 win. Um, that was a bit of, that was surprising. Um, you would, the amount of times that a, a team conceding a red card and then coming with a way in the USL is, is almost alarming, but, uh, it is what it is. All right, let's look at um, – oh, by the way, something that something that you often hear like in the NFL, like buy teams and sell teams, right? Like, oh, what teams are you buying? What teams are you selling? Like, like, a, like in the stock market. And I was thinking about this week. Like, you know, there are – numbers are numbers, and that's what I 
derive most of my bets on, but the eye test is there. Form does matter in soccer, in my opinion. Um, and so teams that I'm looking, that I'm quote-unquote buying, um, that maybe aren't otherwise, um, uh, that maybe wouldn't be obvious, Tacoma Defiance, I'm, I'm, I'm buying them. Charlotte, I think I'm buying them. They added that uh, the MLS player to their roster, uh, on the, or that European, um, that player with European experience who's going to be with the Charlotte MLS team, but is on loan to. Uh, I think he's going to do. I mean, that leadership and experience on the back line is going to do them wonders, and it pro- and it shows with that uh, two 0 win uh, over Tampa, uh, Charlotte, Tacoma. I think those are probably the less obvious buys that I'm positions that I that I would take on on teams. Um, Hartford, I'm not fading Hartford anymore, at least not for a while. Hartford has proven to me that uh, it doesn't matter how bad of a spot they're in, they can get goals, um, and uh, you don't want to fade a team like that. So I think I'm off of them. Um, I'm probably. Um, I don't know if there's a team that I'm selling. I think Louisville is uh, a really good team to consider fading on the goal line. I think uh, for as good as they are, I think they let teams uh, hang around. Um, and then I th- Colorado and Colorado, Hartford, Louisville, and oh who's another? oh then San Diego. Th- I mean these teams, Miami as well. I mean these are both teams to score, yes. Uh, in a lot of places. Uh, I didn't take it on the, t- the game yesterday with LA Galaxy 2 in San Diego because LA Galaxy is not potent enough for that. But um, Miami, San Diego, Louisville, Colorado Springs, and Hartford all can score goals, all can concede goals. And that's what you want um, in a both teams to score scenario. Okay, let's look at the midweek matchups. What do we got first? We have... Hartford Athletic versus Miami FC. Goodness, this is going to be a good game to watch. Hartford scored first, but ultimately lost to Pittsburgh on Saturday. Miami pull off a win against Charleston, getting the game-winning goal less than 10 minutes after conceding a red card. Miami lost their second straight first half, so I am sort of off that for a while. Uh, but this is a both teams to score uh, play for me. Both teams can score, and I am willing to bet that both teams will score, taking it at minus 150 or better. Birmingham Legion versus Atlanta United, too. These teams just played a couple days ago in a 2-2 result. The closing line on this match got as high as 6-1 for Atlanta, but I still can't bring myself to believe that Atlanta will upset Birmingham, but I'm not sure um, if Birmingham's going to make it adjustments well enough to uh, not concede against Atlanta. So uh, I don't think I'm going to be on this match uh, at all. Uh, FC Tulsa versus in the 11, Tulsa just, uh, or I'm sorry, Tulsa last played a midweek game last week, losing 2-1 in Atlanta. In the 11 will be on 10 days rest here, last playing a 2-1 loss against Birmingham. I lean Tulsa here simply because they managed to score at home. Um, if the both teams to score is shorter, like at minus 120, usually minus 150 is my ceiling on both teams to score. But in some scenarios, I will take it. But at shorter odds, this is one of those cases. Minus 120 or better, I'll play that. Both teams will score for Tulsa, Indy, and the 11. I think Tulsa get their goal like they normally do. Uh, and I think Indy is good enough to score against Tulsa. So, uh, Austin Bold versus Colorado Springs. This is an interesting match. This matchup is really interesting. 
Austin get blown away by a fast-rising San Antonio side that only seems to be getting better each and every week. Colorado Springs had a very slow start in Loudoun County, but finally won 3-1. If Austin couldn't handle San Antonio on Saturday, I don't think they're going to be able to handle Colorado Springs on Wednesday. These teams played in late June, and Colorado Springs won 3-2. I'm not sure we'll see as many goals this time, but I think it teeters on that side of the line. Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm hoping off Austin's defense gets some respect here, and that Colorado Springs will be available at plus 150 or better. I'll take that side. I'll also take both teams to score minus 125 or better, and I'll probably take the over two and a half. I like that too. This is very 2-1 to me. Very Colorado Springs kind of doing the same thing they did against Loudon, but uh, Austin's probably capable of getting one back too. El Paso versus San Antonio. Here's a good match for fans. Uh, these two teams played uh, actually just a week ago where El Paso prevailed San, uh, in San Antonio 2-1. Since then, El Paso thumped Real Monarchs and San Antonio blanked Austin 3-0. Um, I think uh, the El Paso game was 3-1. Uh, San Antonio blanked Austin 3-0. Um, San Antonio were winless for seven games going into early July. They played two friendlies against Liga MX clubs from, from Mexico and have come away with nine points of 12 cents. It's winning three of four games. Um, and they've only lost to one team, and that is this one, El Paso. I think El Paso is too much quality for a hot San, San Antonio club, but I'm also going to respect the, the resurgence of the San Antonio club and not want to fade them. Um, so unless this, super, unless this uh, opener is super off or the lines move in a way that it uh, makes me want to snag one side or the other, I will not have action on this match. I will just be eager to see what the result is. Oakland Roots versus Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. Oakland Rising, I'm sorry, <laughs> Oakland Rising, Oakland, Oakland Roots are coming off a horrible outing against Orange County where they lost 3-0. Phoenix did, a, did Phoenix things and took care of Rio Grande Valley 3-1. Oakland have played 10 games this season and they have failed to score in seven of them. That's right. They have only scored one or more goals in three of their 10 matches. Phoenix will likely control possession. They'll attack a bunch. Their defense is boasting a .74 expected goals allowed on the road. Phoenix money line will likely not be bettable in this situation, but I think Phoenix minus one is a bet. I think Phoenix winning by one is probably the floor in this matchup. So, and I will take the I will take that they will do what they did to RGV and uh, get multiple goals and hold Oakland to uh, one or less goals. Uh, I'm also probably going to take Phoenix uh, um, to win to nil because uh, Oakland has proven that they can't score, and I'm just going to keep on betting them on them to not score until they start scoring. Real Monarchs versus Rio Grande Valley. Both these clubs lost 3-1 on the road against far superior clubs. However, both both between these two clubs, RGV is probably the more talented side. Uh, I'll take RGV at plus 150 or better to win this match if it's there, if it's available. Otherwise, I'm staying away. It's that simple. Tacoma Defiance versus Sacramento Republic. Tacoma Defiance, probably the best of the two teams. And what I mean by that is um, there's a handful of clubs, LA Galaxy, um, New York Red Bulls, Tacoma Defiance, Atlanta, where they are the quote-unquote two team, the reserve team for an MLS club. I think of that set, I think Tacoma Defiance is the most talented of that group. Um, I'm loving Tacoma at home right now. Um, when they go back on the road, I, I may not be uh, as closely behind them. I think Tacoma got a lot of rest, and now they have a home stand of four matches. They have their uh, th games three and four of their four-game uh, home stretcher this week. 
Um, Tacoma settled for a draw against a good New Mexico side on Sunday. Sacramento won 3-1 over New York Red Bulls 2 on Saturday. This will be the first time these sides um, play this year, and they're only a half a coast away, right? Sacramento and Seattle. So it's interesting that this is the first time they're playing this season. Um, both sides are in fair form. I think Sacramento will probably have a little bit of an edge in the opener because they should get a little bit more respect from the, the market for, for any other reason other than they've beat some good teams on a wall on the road. Um, I'll be looking to catch some value with Tacoma if it's there, and I'm also thinking under 2.5 because both of these teams can keep the other from scoring. Loud United versus Charlotte Independence. Loudon lost as expected against Colorado Springs. Charlotte upset Tampa with a clean sheet to boot. Uh, that defense is even better now uh, with that, uh, that, that uh, player coming from, from Europe to MLS and now being on loan to USL, uh, the USL side in Charlotte. Um, Loudon haven't won a game in, since like late June. <laughs> and Charlotte is kind of overperforming on their expected goals, but they're they're performing very very well. Um, this is actually a bit tough of a game to call, but ultimately I think Charlotte is the better side. I will take them at plus one twenty or better. Uh, but that price I don't think is going to be available. I think I think Charlotte's going to open with chalk. But um, if they don't, if the um, if the market at all respects Loudon, um, I will I will take Charlotte's as. Um, again, if I, I'm trying to get Charlotte's on, on plus money here, and I'd like to get it at plus 120 or better, what I'm saying is I think in 1,000 matchups, I think 550 times or more Charlotte win this match, and that's why I want that number. New York Red Bulls 2 versus Tampa Bay Rowdies. As I mentioned, Tampa got blanked by Charlotte. They go into New York to face a Red Bulls 2 team that also took a loss. Tampa is clearly the better side, but they are in very inconsistent form. In fact, they're in the bottom third of the table when it comes to form. And by form, I mean uh, performance in the last uh, six matches. Not even performance, results in their past six matches. It's just say results. Um, they're not a team that draws. This is what something's interesting about Tampa. They win or they lose. They very rarely take a draw. Uh, New York can score against quality sides, and Tampa shouldn't have a problem getting their own uh, goal here themselves. I'll be looking at both teams to score minus 150 or better. Charleston versus Pittsburgh, possibly the game of the week before the weekend matches. Battle of the Black and Yellows, two quality clubs going head-to-head. -head. Uh, Pittsburgh on an unbeaten run of five matches in Charleston, lost in dramatic fashion recently to Miami. I watched that Charleston-Miami game. It was sort of weird to watch a club control the game and then lose grip of it and then get lucky on, the, on Miami conceding a red and then they give up a free kick and a goal. Uh, just 10 minutes after that red card. Kind of a bizarre sequence, but this is a very even matchup. I think this is a very close game. Uh, it's not easy. To, I think maybe Pittsburgh probably has an edge just because of on form, but Charleston's, they're not, they don't suck. Um, the only possible play here for me is under two and a half. Um, maybe both teams will score at plus money um, on the no, um, as this game will be all about possession and defense. Uh, they've already met this. They've already met once this season. That ended in a one-one draw. I think it's very possible for one of these teams to just just to, to get away from this with a one-nil draw. Um, so, 
Uh, both teams will score no if it's in plus money. If it's not in plus money, I'm not going to bother. Uh, but under two and a half, I think, is the, the way to go in Charleston versus Pittsburgh. As always, follow me at football bet is life, F-U-T-B-O-L, bet is life on Twitter. That is where I actually post the plays, post most of the plays. And I'm not going to lie, about 100%. Uh, I'm a human. I have things going on. Uh, it's difficult for me to, to but um, if I make a play, I usually tweet it there. And that's especially important to know on, on games here where I say, hey, I'm not going to have any action on this. It's very possible, like um, when, a, when a, uh, a match gets too high, I'm like, all right, well, I'm pulling the trigger on this because the, num- because the numbers say it will. or the, the lo- Like San Diego got as high as plus 190. I already liked San Diego, but I poured even more on San Diego when I got that high because that was ridiculous. And now in hindsight, I'm like, why didn't I, why didn't I put it all on San Diego? Why, did, why wasn't it the only thing I even played? Because, boy... But not, that line was way off. But anyhow, uh, coming back when? Friday. Friday morning I'll probably come back with, um, no, probably Thursday morning. Because Friday morning the lines will be out. And I don't want to see the lines before I do this. So I'll probably try to come back on Thursday morning uh, with, some, with uh, looking at the weekend USL slate. Thanks for hanging out with me. Good luck with all your best.